0: I could enjoy creation. I could love life while honoring my Creator. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't have to be uptight about things. Like we, we are free, man. Yes, when indeed. we receive Jesus Christ, we are free.
1: The King's Council helps you discover Develop and deploy your God given talents. Now, our vision is to get you on the right path to your framework of success by focusing on the five power pillars spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and financial. Now, the King's Council is not your average coaching program, it's much more than that. It's a tribe of like mindsetted men and women bonded by faith and relationship that you can do life with. Now we're traveling across the United States this summer to a city near you and we want you to join us in creating the next wave of faith-based entrepreneurs ready to become the CEOs of their life. Visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today to speak to one of our team members about how you can level up in all areas of your life today. This episode is brought to you by Gospel Canvas. Gospel Canvas is reimagining Christian art for
2: today's generation of Christians. Their exclusive collections are custom, unique, and a beautiful reminder of the power of salvation and hope. Now, these pieces will brighten up any space and add high character and motivation that you can see, touch, and experience on a daily basis.
1: Visit gospelcanvas.com today and use the promo code KING15 To get 15% off your purchase at checkout, that's gospelcanvas.com using the promo code
2: KING15. Enjoy the show. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Kings Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and today we got my
0: brother from another mother, Christian Edwards. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Love having you on the show, man. Yeah, love being on, love being in your presence. Love. Enjoying your beautiful home still. My, still. It's yeah. been like three weeks, bro. Three weeks heading back to Jersey today. Yeah, man. I ain't complaining about three weeks at all. Kinda of bummed you're gonna be gone. I am too. I am too. I don't even know how I'm gonna get through the day. I was gonna say work out, but we haven't <laughs> even worked out in like a week. Well I did this morning. <laughs> I, I, I wait I waited a little while for you. I said he's probably not gonna make this one. Yeah, I slept in today,
2: guys. Much needed after it was a long four days of just hosting our just so everybody knows we just uh, wrapped up our upgrade your marriage event upgrade your human which by the way the upgrade your marriage event was absolutely Mm. incredible yeah first ever 001 uh, upgrade your marriage we do have our next one coming up here in november we're doing kind of a full court press with a special group here through the end of the year Mm -hmm. which uh was i mean so impactful not only for just like the people that were here, but even just for Ash and I, and I'm sure you and Lucy, it's like when you have to prepare for these things, it Mm -hmm. makes you
0: step it up another notch. Yeah. Whenever you're pouring into others, whatever you're praying about, whatever you're studying, you're taking it in for yourself first Mm -hmm. and foremost. Yeah. And you usually wind up the thing that you're talking about is like, wow, I I need a little work in that area. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I've noticed that
2: just about just coaching in general. It's, It's great. Like even how I consume content and learn. I mean, I'm a, continual student from others and Mm -hmm. it's like I'm learning things and I'm like okay how can I apply this but then how can I actually even coach or teach this concept so total side note yeah (laughs) because that's not what we're here to talk about at all today but it has been an incredible couple days I did want to just address that it's been unbelievable how King's Council is growing Mm -hmm. you know we came off uh, our CEO of your life our biggest and what I believe most impactful one yet from a couple weeks ago and then coming up here at the end of the month in frisco texas which is probably going to be happening right when this thing airs the day before probably and the ceo of your life events are just like kind of our so everybody knows our somewhat of a flagship event that we have that kind of introduces people to king's council and on the second day of that we always do an an altar call really Mm -hmm. just like i mean you give your testimony which is absolutely incredible and it just softens people's hearts to the point of they're like yeah that's me or i want that or it's like there's this new sensation that just i think comes across them where they just desire and they want what we have and that's really just like that should be our testimony our walk in this life and we always teach this of a hey, look for the fruit that you want in your life mm-hmm. and then go get it and as christians as leaders as believers that the king's council should be we should be just leaving trails of fruit everywhere yeah. of like yeah do you want this because we i mean
0: the life of a christian the life of like living your life for christ there's nothing better. Yeah, There really isn't. Amen. And when we look around us, if somebody calls themselves a Christian, I should be able to see peace in your life. I should be able to see joy in your life. Like real joy, not just happiness that's really dependent upon your happenings, you know, but joy, whether it's a good day or a bad day, whether you got stuff piled up in front of you, hurdles, obstacles, you can still have true joy because you have fellowship with Jesus Christ. Exactly. Absolutely, man. On the the second day of the CEO of Your Life event, we always make this in invitation
2: and it's so impactful at this last one we had what 25 or so people that had Mm -hmm. either recommitted or gave their life to christ for the first time and one of the big things when starting king's council Stephen, i didn't really even know that this was going to be obviously the currency of king's council truly is You know, I think God's currency truly is souls of like, Mm -hmm. how do we measure how impactful this is? And yes, we are teaching people about business and how to better their marriage and be a better parent, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, the ultimate currency that we're going to look back on is like how many people actually not just life was changed but eternity yeah not just life on this earth how many people's eternal purpose what was changed Mm. and that's the biggest impact i know i was going to say i think but i know that we're having and and one of the things man bringing you on board with king's council was like okay people are giving their life to christ and i'm i mean i'm going to be very blunt that i'm not equipped to like take people through this process of really it's it's discipleship yeah right of like okay you've given your life to christ now what and i know you're you're on the phone with people all the time of like okay what's what's next or just the the questions that people have and you're just i mean uh, such an amazing dude just with the amount of time that you spend with people but the last nine years of your life of like just preparing for this yeah and i want to make that a note to people like if you feel like you're in a season of like what am i doing god or you're just you're you're plowing the field like elijah just plowing the field plowing the field plowing the field Mm. and then one day elijah can come and put the cloak on and say let's go and like just prepare yourself in the season that you're in right now for the role that god will eventually call you to like serve your purpose in your season and your calling Will find you, yeah. And I know that's exactly what's happened with you,
0: brother. Yeah, Amen. And I look at it, I'm forty years old. Have I been doing ministry since I got saved? Yeah, but not at the capacity that I'm doing it now. So yeah. it's like when we see people come to Christ, it's like I'm not. I don't. I think I'm thinking about the last nine years when I had my nine to five job as a hospital maintenance right. guy, and now I was in the basement of the hospital studying the Word. You know, reaching out to people, writing devotionals. You think I'm looking back at that and say, man, what what a bunch of wasted time right, there. Right, no, right. no, there's nothing more fulfilling than to be in the moment, to see somebody enter the kingdom of heaven, yeah. you know, for, for them to be born again right in front of your eyes. There's right. nothing more satisfying. It's true. I'm like a little schoolgirl of in the room every time. There's just, yeah. like, I can see these hands go up and it's
2: incredible. So the point is like people give their life to Christ and now it's, and you may even listen to this, like maybe I haven't given my life or yeah, I did. And this is me. Now, what, like, what does this actually mean to walk this life of Christianity, like true biblical Christianity, not like what the world tells us what yeah. it is or, or isn't And this ain't about religion, right? Like I want to be so clear. This is not about really, cause you can be religious at anything. You can be religious at waking up in the morning at the same time. You can be religious at eating cheeseburgers at the same time, mm. right? It's yeah. not about religion or just like what I have to do. This walk with Christ is like what I get to do, and it's a relationship that we have with God the Father. Like it's an incredible relationship, but with relationship, there needs to be like I don't know. Can do I just talk to the guy? Like do I? How do I pray? There's all these questions that well up, right. and I know, man. Like you're taking people under your wing and you're coaching them through this process, and so we wanted just to take this moment, this episode, to teach people just really about like what's next, like what is yeah.
0: what is this walk. With Jesus Christ all about? Yeah. Well, first, really, what is a disciple? Because that word sounds churchy, sounds like out of date, maybe, but a disciple is just simply a follower and one who accepts and assists in spreading the doctrines of another. So, Jesus, I mean, they called him rabbi, they called him teacher. And, you know, Jesus called on those four fishermen, you know, to follow me, you know, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. With Matthew, the tax collector, follow me, follow me, follow me. So we accept Christ. We're born again. The Holy Spirit now dwells within us. But now what? It's not, like you said, so many people, they get to that point. And the Christian church, a lot of times on a Sunday, that's the point. We're going to give a gospel message and we want to introduce people to Jesus Christ. We want to share the gospel, let you understand your need for a savior. And then what, some churches do is that person walks out the door on a Sunday and they don't get plugged into a discipleship class. They don't get plugged into a midweek Bible study. They don't get mentored and they just walk out like, wow, that was amazing. But that one moment doesn't sustain them because they're like, I don't know what to do now. And they just kind of conform back to the the patterns of their life before they walked in and met Jesus. So it's so important uh, for any believer, hey, if you see somebody who's a babe in Christ, anybody who's a new believer, it's important for all of us to have that mentor position. Because like we talk about all the time, you only have to be half a step in front of somebody else to be a blessing, to be able to teach, to be able to pour out what you know. Let's let's time collapse this. Let's, let's get with somebody who knows the Word. Let's get with somebody who's walked this walk. So I'm not sitting there like, I don't know where to start in the Bible. Not many times I hear that, and it's simple. I think I've mentioned on one of these podcasts, the questions I wrote in my phone about the Bible when I first got saved are ludicrous. It's like they teach three-year- olds this in like <laughs> in, in, in Sunday school. Right. but I just didn't know. I didn't know. So
2: and there's no shame in that. like that's even back to religion and relationship. Religion says shame on you. But Jesus says, shame off you. Mm, yeah, This ain't even about what you do know or don't know. You're stepping in new territory, mm-hmm. and you need somebody just to come alongside you and be like, bro, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this—I don't, I don't know the answers to these questions. And there's zero shame in that. And that's the culture of King's Council. Is like, yeah, because— as he said, you just have to be half a step ahead. And, yeah. And that's why, you know, I have a mentor, Steve as a mentor, mm-hmm. like we're we're
0: constantly just seeking counsel
2: yeah. on how we can best serve. So Yeah.
0: So a couple of points I want to make about discipleship, because you know how you and I roll, we look yeah. up, we're 40 minutes know, into this and we, we didn't do even have a hard start our point. <laughs> <laughs> but the first verse I want to mention is Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and 19. And it says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Mm -hmm. So the three steps of real discipleship the first one will be all right, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, but it's really taking on the yoke of Jesus. Right. And we talk about it a lot in these CEO events about the two Belgian workhorses and, you know, if they're one could pull 8,000 pounds, the other could pull 8,000 pounds, but you put a yoke on the two. And now instead of them pulling combined 16,000, they're pulling 32,000 now. Right. right? Right. so. We are to yoke ourselves with Jesus. And he says in Matthew 11, 28 and 29, he says, come to me. And this is the greatest invitation on earth. Come to me. Jesus just with his arms open. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what mess you've been. I don't care how much of a bad person you've been in your past. Come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden. So all who are tired, all who are burdened, and I will give you rest. That's so amazing. Jesus will give us rest. We try to find rest in the things of the world, things that the world says will bring us peace, but it's Jesus that will give us rest. And he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now think about this. We just read in Matthew 28 that Jesus says that all authority, all power has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He's got all power, but he's saying, hold on, yoke yourself with me. If I'm going to yoke myself with anybody or anything, it's going to be with the one who says, I have all power in heaven and on earth. So think about that. It doesn't matter how weak I am. I'm yoking myself with the creator of the entire universe. And what's amazing is I don't have to do push-ups to try to gain strength, to try to catch up, to be some sort of powerhouse for Jesus, because the, the Bible says that when I'm weak, His grace is sufficient. His strength is made perfect and our weakness. So it's like the weaker I am, he's like, oh no, I'm just going to give you a little little extra dosage of my strength, right. as long as we are, are meek and we're willing. And that word meek, you know, a lot of us, we see that as like, what man wants to be meek? You right, just kind of right. picture somebody like sitting in the corner kind of cowering, but that's not what meek is. Like Jesus was meek. And that word actually comes from back in biblical days when they would bridle a wild stallion So think about that. And it's the idea of power under control. Mm. So power under control. So if you know that as a definition of meek, who best exemplifies power under control than Jesus Christ? When he was walking this earth, when he had the power to perform any miracle, but when he went to the cross, he was mocked, beaten, ridiculed, shamed, that power under control. And he didn't just absorb it. He didn't just withstand it. No, he said... Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Now that's meekness. That's man. unbelievable. Yeah, I love that man. Power under control. Dude, and I take that seriously because it's
2: my last name. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, I've always been like, I'm not meek. Come on, you know. But I like that. Yeah, man, it's good, bro. For sure. You had even mentioned like being yoked with Jesus. That's, we do talk about that. And one thing I even want to make note of that. So a a Belgian workhorse, just to elaborate off a Christian, what he had mentioned, a Belgian workhorse can pull or plow up to 8,000 pounds, which is crazy. Like four tons. Mm-hmm. But then, when put with another Belgian workhorse, it's upwards of like 24,000 pounds. So, when they're yoked together, they can immediately pull not just 16, but upwards of 24,000 pounds. But I think the a main point that we oftentimes just kind of gloss over is if they train together, right they can pull upwards of 32,000 pounds. So like as Christians, as brothers, we can come together and like, yeah, we're going to take territory. We're going to do life together. But if we fellowship together, if we spend time in the word together, if we do this together, the impact, like we always say, man, if you want to go fast, go alone.
0: But if you want to go far, go together. Amen. And a lot of people ask, you know, how do I get closer to Jesus? How do I better my relationship? Well, the keys are... Listen, when you get saved, get a Bible and a good study Bible, you know, because we need to be taught, you know, we're, we're new to this. So get a good study Bible, pray. We talked about prayer a lot with our Upgrade Your Marriage the other day, and prayer is simply communication between you and God. And the best prayer is the prayer where you're just simply opening up your heart and pouring out to the Lord. And that's what it is. It's to be naked before God, where it's like, we don't have any walls up. It's like, no, I'm bearing it at all before you, Lord. And when we do that, now we have an opportunity to have real fellowship with him. And I love the idea of this Hebrew word yada. I believe it was first in Genesis 4 1, where the Bible says that Adam knew his wife and they conceived. Cain, right? So new, obviously, it's a little more than just knowing, like right. head knowledge. So he came to know, or he came to have those sexual relations. But that same word yada that's used there is also in Psalm 139, where David says, oh Lord, you have searched me and known me, right? That word yada, you've known me. And further down in verse 23, says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Yada, it's to know, but also to be completely known. So to open yourself up. So God, I want to know you. I want to seek after you. And a lot of us, we strive after that. But what we fail to do is open ourselves up to be completely known. And yeah, he's God, he's omniscient. But it's hard to have true fellowship if we're, he knows it already. Why are we keeping these walls up? Why why are we trying to hide something from him? Right. So we desire, we seek after him, to know him, to fellowship with him, but to be completely known and think about... When you surrender your life to the Lord, that part of what makes that moment so impactful is because that's probably the first time in your life you completely let it all go. You completely surrendered it all. We had a gentleman who said, you know, I've been calling myself a Christian and I believe I surrendered 99%, but I knew I was holding on to that 1%. I knew it. But at that event is when I surrendered it all and boom, that breakthrough boom, now you encounter God in a new way right. because you gave him 100%. Yeah, yeah, man, that's so good. So I, I, I want
2: to make sure that we make note of these points here. Mm-hmm. One is get a Bible yeah. and a study Bible, yep. like it, which has been very impactful on me, man, because when I gave my life to Christ, like I've had a couple different Bibles in my life, but none of them go into like the the meaning of or the origin of because so many times especially if you're reading just like the king james and it's like thou and Mm. if you're a new believer it's like dude i don't even understand this is like over my head right and it's kind of just like it's hard to get into it but if you have a reference or you can go you know, to the, I don't even know what those are called, just the sections of that study Bible where it's like, okay, what is this actually saying? And then it references other scriptures or, or gives examples. It's, it really helps put it all together. So
0: yeah, where would anybody get like a good study Bible? A good study Bible for new believers would be the ESV study Bible. Okay. Like you go to christianbook.com and just Google ESV study Bible. And ESV is the English standard version. It's a good translation for new believers. You know, it breaks it down. You know, it it doesn't take scripture out of context, but it just puts it in words that's easier to digest. So like ESV, NIV, NLT, those would be the translations for newer believers. But the ESV study Bible is a good one with great commentaries, good concordance, articles, maps, and not... not stuff that overwhelms. But if you want to dig in, this will be the yeah. the way to dig in. Yeah. For
2: those that are like, what is it? there's translations of the Bible? Mm-hmm. There, there are. And I think it's important that as a new believer, just get in the word, no matter what mm-hmm. translation it is, because there's something that is just so impactful of just yeah. the sword of the spirit, just like being in the word of God is so impactful, mm-hmm. no matter what translation you've got. But it does help to maybe read or reference and think, god for the internet Mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad yeah (laughs) thank god that we have it's such an easy google click away of being like what's this translation what's this translation or what's the root word of this yeah and that's been helpful or even you know got
0: questions yeah org. got questions.org is great you could Google almost anything. I think they have over 600,000 Bible questions answered on that site. There's a great site. It's called blueletterbible.org. And you could go in and you could find the Hebrew words, the Greek words, and another great commentary by Pastor Dave Guzik. He's out of Santa Barbara, California. It's called enduringword.org or com. Uh, Just put enduring word. You'll find it. Uh, But it's a free commentary. It's awesome. So you can have a Bible where if you get saved, you might go to a church where they give you a free Bible and it's just scripture, which is great. Believe me, scripture can speak to you. One of my mentors, uh, Dr. Stephen Wilson, he was actually in prison and he grew up in the church, but never had a relationship with the Lord. And his first couple of nights in prison, he felt like a lump under his bed and, you know, the crappy mattresses and after a couple of days, he actually looked to see what the lump was, and it was a Bible. And the Bible was open, and he started reading it, and the, the words just spoke to him. He surrendered to Christ, and he was in prison because wow. he shot a dude with a BB gun, and it actually killed him. Wow! So he was in prison for a good amount of years, but in prison, he surrendered to Christ, and now he's one of the best Bible teachers I've ever known personally, and it was just him sitting there. In that prison, reading the Bible. Uh-huh. So don't get me wrong. There is power in scripture. Matter of fact, Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And I mean, the word of God is powerful. I mean, you could take a a scripture, a verse, and meditate on that thing mm-hmm. for days, weeks, months, and God could just speak to you, give you downloads. So don't get me wrong. But if we have an opportunity to get a study Bible and learn, when you're reading Genesis 4.1, you see an Adam knew Eve, and you're like, and then Cain came out. All right. Well, what does no mean? It obviously doesn't just mean head knowledge. Right. So that word yada, which is so powerful. And even if you know to know and to be known, there's such an intimacy there. A lot of times these original words, like in the Hebrew and Greek, they pack a punch. They yeah. have so much more weight than the words we translate them to in the English. So it's great. I love I get geeked out too, like you, with the root words. And yeah, yeah I get yeah, yeah. geeked out with that stuff. Yeah. It can be what I don't want to have a new believer here hear this
2: at all it's like it can be almost overwhelming when because i even still Mm -hmm. when i'm studying for our coaching calls or different messages like these podcasts even like how do we prepare for this it can be overwhelming and what i want people to know that it's the gospel is so simple Mm -hmm. it's surrendering your life to christ but that hole in your heart that desire now in your heart, which if you're recently have given your life to Christ, like that's real and how that gets fulfilled. If we even think about like how we love our wife or we pursue our wife or our significant other, God gave us that example of we are to love our wives, our spouse as Christ loved the church. And so if you're feeling that, like how you fulfill that as you spend time with them and it is yeah. in the word, you just spend time with him. I've listened to podcasts. I listen to messages from like four different churches every single week just because I want to consume so much because I want to spend time with them. And all of us learn differently if it's to literally read the Bible, to listen to it. I think it's important that we get different different versions of it on how you best consume. Yeah. But also the biggest thing is really prayer. When we say spend time with them, yes, in yeah. the word, but in prayer individually. But it, it also says, you know, when we pray, we should pray like this. It's our Father. Yeah. Which... I got to believe that's more than one person praying together. Yeah. Right? Like, so when two or more come together, it's so much more impactful. So if you are a new believer and you're trying to walk this out on your own,
0: just get around other believers and just be real. Yeah. Like just get around when people ask, going back to what I had stated, what do you do? Not just seek God and read the Bible, but be around the things of God. Yeah. Put yourself in a group where, I mean, you and I, your wife, Ash, every morning, I'm sitting there having coffee, and we're talking something out of the Bible. Yep. You know, Absolutely. it's just amazing, and we have the opportunity to fellowship with God when we're just in the midst of other believers, in the presence of other believers, and we're, we're talking about Scripture. Oh, would you read? Would you read? And it's great because, you know, we we could shed light, like, maybe, oh, I, I glanced over that verse, but man, uh, you read it this morning and it packed a punch. And when you shared your experience with that, and, you know, not to get out of order of, what we're saying, but I talked about the three steps of real discipleship and the first one really taking on that yoke of Jesus. And then two would be that abiding in the word. And then three, really acting in love. And this is such a convicting verse. And Jesus says in John 13, verses 34 and 35, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Does the world look at us as Christians and say, oh yeah, I know they believe in this Jesus, but I could tell by the way they treat each other that they really believe in this God that they say that they serve. Yeah. They really, you know, they talk about this love of Jesus and going to the cross and the sacrifice, and, but I could tell based on the way they treat each other that man, there's something different about them. There's a love inside of them that's just different from that of the world. And it's convicting because a lot of times, no, that's not the case. The world will look at us and um, I forget who it was. An old theologian said, if I'm to, actually it wasn't even a theologian. I believe it was somebody who was an unbeliever, but said this to the Christian church. They said, if I'm to believe in your redeemer, you need to act a little more redeemed, you know? So it's like, yeah, 100%. And again, we're not out here. We're not trying to like fake the funk and put on a mask. Oh, I'm around other people. Let me, uh, you know, got to make sure uh, I'm on my P's and Q's. But at the same time, if Christ lives inside of us, We don't have to put on a mask. This is us. We should be able to fellowship and not, you know, live in a world of rules and regulations. And I think that one of the things that I realized when I came to Christ is like, you could still be cool and love Jesus. You know, I don't have to be some like, and, you know, sorry if you're wearing khakis, but a khaki wearing Christian (laughs) who's just, you know, uptight all the time. And, you know, they're really living a life about rules. It's like, no, I could, I could enjoy creation I could love life while honoring my creator. Yep. You know, I I don't have to be uptight about things like we, We are free, man. Yes. When we receive Jesus Christ, we are free. Mm -hmm. That joy, that peace that I spoke about earlier, others should be able to feel that. And when somebody comes to me and they tell me something like, it's like I almost feel Jesus when I'm around you. It's like, praise the Lord, man. (laughs) Right. That's the the greatest compliment ever, right? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, glory be to God. Because it's not me by any means. Right. It's not me. It's me just being a servant of God. Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm your vessel. I'm your instrument. Use me as you see fit. God, Fill me if I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, you better feel that, right? You better feel that, yeah, man. That goes back to that fruit
2: that, like, we need to be the Christians, the believers, the leaders in this world that are like leaving just trails of fruit everywhere. Of like, I want the non believer, like, that. All truth is God's truth. So whether that guy was a believer or not, like what he said, as you just referenced, I mean, we got to be the most attractive people on the planet. Yeah. Like, if, if not, why Why wouldn't we be? If we are created in God's image and he gives us the power, we should be the most generous people. Yeah. We should be, literally, God gives us the ability to create wealth, yep. right? And if our hearts are in the right disposition to to receive that we should be the wealthiest we should be the most generous we should be yeah. the the most attractive freaking people on the planet mm-hmm. because we're a representation of jesus christ yeah and that's what we're doing with king's count that's what we're doing like we're taking territory because we're raising up we're teaching people true true word of god yeah what a christian is what a christian isn't because these masks that like what people think of church the masks that people put on they they feel like they've got to tighten their look up and feel up and they can say these words or not these words could when they go to church, mm-hmm. but then they leave church and they go to the bar across the street. Right. Like that was the small town community that I grew up in. Yeah. That's not, no. In the club you, on you Saturday your, night yeah. and then wake up Sunday morning for church. Yeah. yeah. You still uh-huh. got glitter on your face and you're ranking of, mm-hmm. of shots of fireball. <laughs> but the point is if that's you bring that crap to church. Yeah. Bring that because that's where that's, that should be what the church is about because the, the church ain't about the building yeah. and w- with King's Council we're breaking down the freaking walls Amen. of church Amen. like we're we're taking territory here and I mean I get fired up about this stuff, yeah. but we're
0: I know we're, we're coming up to a hard stop yeah. so I want to make sure we get these points yeah so just to <laughs> recap those three steps of real Christian discipleship taking on Jesus' yoke like really come alongside him seek him fellowship with him spend time with him abide in the word number two abide in the word like get yourself a bible read the word it is powerful it is living it is god breathe and three act in love the world will know us the world will know we are disciples of jesus christ by the way we love one another so those three things and then again when you first come to christ listen get yourself a bible Start praying to God, even if you don't know what that looks like, what it means. If you don't know how to do it, just start talking to God. Open yourself up. And three, get plugged in. It's so important to get plugged in to a Bible-teaching, Spirit-filled church. Like get plugged in, and they should be able to equip you with a discipleship class, and that's what we're doing here. A lot of people use King's Council as their church, and yeah, that for whatever reason, you know, a lot yeah. of people have a church hurt, you know, whatever it might be. But they people leave church and they they use us as a church, and it's like, all right, yeah, well, we have Bible studies, we have discipleship class, we're gonna disciple you as best as we know how for sure but it's so important to get plugged in however you do it get plugged in i know we have this hard stop but i gotta share like a 90 second story because we're in your backyard when we were here last week, Lucy was here, and that's when Ezzie was here. My one-year-old, and he loves the water. And if you look behind us, obviously there's a giant lake behind us. So, although it's a big backyard, every time he looks <laughs> at that water, he just sprints towards it. You yeah, saw it, yeah, yeah. and it's like okay. So he and I would hold hands, and you just start walking towards the water, and you have that that ledge there, and it. Something happened, man, and it just rocked my world. I'm holding his hand and we're walking towards the water. And we're, you know, my intention is we're going to step up on that ledge and just look. And Ezzy keeps walking, right? He keeps taking steps, although there's nothing there. And at first I was like, dude, you don't see there's like, there's no (laughs) more ground there. And then it hit me that childlike faith that you and I talk about so many times on this Mm -hmm. podcast. He was in the hand of the father. And all he knew was he could walk and all would be well. He could walk by faith and not by sight because he knew his father had him. So yeah. he just kept walking and it's like if i'm in the hands of the father i know i could take step after step after step i'm never gonna fail and that moment just rocked me so i know it's kind of out of context of what we're sharing gotcha, here that's but that's so perfect man that's so perfect yeah. i love that you didn't share that with me i know man thanks
2: you saved it for this not for this but <laughs> I, I was saying,
0: god was you know god was still ministering a, a word for that so that's maybe it'll come out at the next ceo event yeah that'd be a good good time for it yeah yeah awesome guys well If you're curious on like, okay,
2: what does this even mean? Or I just give my life to Christ or I I desire that, but I maybe have a few more questions or I just want some clarification on a few things. I'm going to encourage you guys to text us. It's 727-472-3860 and text the words next steps, N-E-X-T-S-T-E-P-S. And we'll get with you. Heck, Man, you'll hop on the phone with them, won't you? I will right on no I matter how many people do it next steps again
0: 727-472-3860 i love it when you're on this with me brother i love doing this yeah. too let's pray real quick for all everybody listening father just be with them allow them to feel your presence allow them to acknowledge that that tug in their heart is you holy spirit god we love you We commit ourselves to you and just have your way, Lord. Use us as you see fit. And God, just bless this world, bless this nation as it's getting darker and darker in the presence of evil. It is just getting greater and more accepted. God, we just pray that people hear the truth, they accept the truth, and they walk out true Christian discipleship. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Crush your day. Yep. Love you, bro. Love you
1: thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the king's council podcast for more information on the king's council and becoming the ceo of your own life visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today you can also follow us on instagram at king's council coaching we'll see you next time